Stay tuned for another sports presentation on the worldwide leader of Marshall University Athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. It's time for Herd Roundup, your weekly look back at Thundering Herd Athletics. And now this week's edition of Herd Roundup. Hello and welcome to Herd Roundup, the only show on the air that recaps the week that was in Marshall Athletics. I'm Luke Hamilton. And I'm Ben Anderson. Ahead of this edition of Herd Roundup, we will update you on Marshall softball and baseball, as well as men's and women's basketball, golf, and the rest of the Olympic sports. First on this edition, this past weekend, Marshall softball hosted the Thundering Herd Round Robin Tournament. FM 88 Sports' Sean Kelly has the recap. Marshall softball began its three-game weekend this past Saturday against the Kent State Golden Flashes for the first of a two-game series at Dot Hicks Field. The Herd started off its first inning on offense with a bang. After junior infielder Sidney Bickle put the Thundering Herd on the board first with an RBI single, Autumn Owen kept the party going with a two-run home run, extending the Herd lead to 3 to nothing. Again, ball is sent down, and that ball is yacked and gone. And it is a home run, Autumn Owen, on the first pitch. That home run was Owen's 10th of the season, tying her for first in the NCAA. The third inning proved to be a repeat of the first, as fifth-year outfielder Grace Chelman would hit a two-RBI triple and later score, making the Marshall lead 6-0. After back-to-back 1-2-3 innings, the Kent State offense would get on the board in the sixth with an RBI groundout by Bryn Leibler. However, that would not be the end of this offensive showcase. An Autumn Owen single and Bub Faringa double would give Marshall an 8-1 lead. That pitch is hit and driven out to right center field. Autumn running the bases as well as Fering. Autumn running home and will make it there. And that'll push the lead 8-1. That would be Faringa's lone RBI of the game, going 2-4 for four in Saturday's contest. On the defensive side, senior pitcher Sidney Nestor struck out a season-high 14 batters and increased her Sunbelt leading strikeout count to 95, in an 8-1 Marshall victory. At 14-3 after Saturday's game, Marshall softball officially had its best start in its 30-year history. Game two of the Kent State series would also be the first of a Sunday doubleheader. As Kent State struck first with an Emily Lippy single, Marshall would answer back in the bottom of the first, tying the game on an E6 and taking the lead on a sacrifice bunt. After a Golden Flash's single tied the game at two, Marshall would retake the lead in the third thanks to a Bub Faringa single extend its lead in the fourth off the bat of freshman outfielder Alex Coleman, and add some insurance in the fourth once again off the bat of Faringa. Kelly to 1-1 count. Faringa, and it drops down the center field line. One run scores, two run scores. Owen to home and three runs score for Marshall. Faringa with a three run double. Faringa would end the game with five RBI, including the game winning single and Coleman had a season-high four hits with four runs scored. Marshall won game two by a score of 10-2 in a five-inning mercy rule victory and two-game sweep. For the final game of three in the weekend series, the Thundering Herd played host to the Pitt Panthers in a Power 5 matchup for game two of Sunday's doubleheader. Similar to the first of two Sunday games, the visitors would score first on a two-run double from Panther infielder Yvonne Whaley. Nestor would settle down after the inning, not allowing another hit through the sixth. In the bottom half of the sixth, the Marshalls' offense would rally to take the lead. After a triple by Sidney Bickle, 
The shortstop would score on a wild pitch, cutting the pit lead in half. Three batters later, Grace Chelleman would tie the game with a double, and Riley Lucas doubled to take the lead. The 3-1 pitch. See, smacks on the left field. It drops, and here comes the runner, and Chelleman scores! Evans Lucas is safe at second, and Marshall takes the lead! That lead would not last for long, as a wild pitch brought home the tying run. At 3-3, Autumn Owen walked it off with a two-out game-winning double. Fly ball, going, going, it's over! Autumn Owen walks it off for the thundering herd, and Marshall beats Pittsburgh 4-3! Unbelievable! Autumn Owen, the hero in Huntington! Herd won Game 3 by a score of 4-3 sweeping the weekend series and improving its record to a historic 16-3 by the end of Sunday. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Sean Kelly. Thank you, Sean. Marshall played Winthrop today with a final score of 8-1. Sidney Nestor gets her 12th win of the year and improves to 12-2 on the season. And the Thundering Herd also beat the Ohio University Bobcats 6-4 on Wednesday. Alex Coleman led the way for the Herd with three stolen bases and three runs. Marshall has played the Bobcats 32 times since 2004, and Wednesday's win gave the Herd their 23rd win against Ohio. Yesterday, the Herd took on Cleveland State for the first game of the Thundering Herd March Madness. Riley Lucas, Adam Owen, and Alex Coleman had six runs combined. Owen led away with four runs batted in. And coming up, we'll have a recap on Marshall softball's historic start to the season and an update on baseball. All that and much more when we return on Herd Roundup. I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds with Sam I Can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. This is former Marshall All-American, current Philadelphia Eagle, Vinnie Curry. Keep it locked right here on the worldwide leader in Marshall Athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Herd Roundup, the only show that recaps the week that was in Marshall Athletics. I'm Ben Anderson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Marshall softball is off to a hot start, increasing their win streak to nine today with a win over the Winthrop Eagles. The Herd season has been an historic one so far, dominating at home and winning some big games on the road. FM 88 Sports' John Boggess has more. The Marshall softball team is off to its best 20-game start in its 30 years of program history. 
The Herd achieved this record Wednesday with a 6-4 win against a team they have a long history with, the Ohio Bobcats of the Mid-American Conference. Head coach Megan Smith-Lyon said she is proud to be the coach of a historic Marshall team. We've had some unbelievable teams at Marshall. To be able to do something, put this team in the history books, is that's a big deal. We've had great, talented teams, really talented coaches here. So it's, it's just really awesome to see our players do something great too, just like the old teams here. The Herd and the Bobcats have now met a total of 61 times, the most games the Marshall softball team has ever played against one team. Prior to its match against Marshall, the Herd played host last weekend to the Thundering Herd Round Robin, playing its first five home games of the season. The Herd won all five games, including a win against Power 5 opponent Pitt. Being able to go undefeated is hard to do, and you know I think our team showed a lot of heart and a lot of fight and a lot of resilience to be able to do that. Just really proud of the way they came out uh, Sunday and approached the game versus Pitt, a tough opponent. I was really, really proud of how they fought back and won that game. Originally, the tournament wasn't supposed to start until Friday, but inclement weather changed the schedule around, getting the tournament started Thursday. On Thursday, the Herd played its home opener against the Moorhead State Eagles of the Ohio Valley Conference in a doubleheader. The Herd won both games with a score of 9-1 both times. Redshirt freshman Brooklyn Allridge hit her first collegiate home run in Game 1 against Moorhead State. Junior pitcher Savannah Rice was in the circle for Game 2 and had a pretty impressive start, striking out seven of nine batters in their first at-bat. On Saturday, the Herd defeated the Kent State Golden Flashes of the Mid-American Conference 8-1. Redshirt senior Sidney Nestor would record a season-high 14 strikeouts at seven innings against the Golden Flashes. Junior Autumn Owen hit her 10th home run of the season in the game as well. Sunday, the Herd defeated Kent State and Pitt to complete a perfect weekend. Marshall struggled at the start of the game against Kent State, but when Bub Faringa came in to relieve Rice, they quickly took control of the game. Faringa recorded both the win in the circle and had five RBIs. Faringa said that the team is full of players that bring its own unique ability, and she puts a lot of trust in them when she's out in the circle. I just rely on my teammates and my infield behind me when I'm all out on the mound and just let them do their thing with defense and then um, trust everybody else in the lineup to do their job and just allow me to go out there and do the same thing. In the game against the Pitt Panthers of the ACC, Marshall had a lot of work to put in facing Pitt's ace pitcher, Danny Drudgemuller. They trailed for a majority of the game but finally took the lead in the bottom of the sixth. Pitt tied it up in the top of the seventh, but Owen would single to center field, allowing Sidney Bickle to come home to win the game. The win was Marshall's first win against a Power 5 opponent since 2020. The 5-0 weekend marked the Herd's first undefeated weekend this season. The Herd also defeated the Cleveland State Vikings of the Horizon League yesterday, 9-1 in six innings. The win makes Marshall 18-3 on the season. The game was the start of its second home tournament, the Thundering Herd March Madness. The Herd will also play Ryder and Winthrop today, and Cleveland State and Ryder again tomorrow. For FM88 Sports, I'm John Bogus. Thanks, John. Marshall has some tough opponents coming up with Appalachian State and Alabama on the upcoming schedule. The Herd plays Cleveland State at 11 a.m. tomorrow and Ryder at 1 p.m. in a doubleheader. FM88 Sports' Justin Zimmer will be on the call. Marshall Baseball. Marshall Baseball has a record of 6-4 to start the season under new head coach Greg Beals. The Thunder Herd is 2-2 so far in March. Marshall Baseball has a record of 6-4 and four to start the season under new head coach Greg Beals. Marshall beat St. John's 4-2 on March 5th in a stretch of three games against the Red Storm. Luke Edwards hit two home runs and had four at-bats. The Herd played Rafford on Tuesday, winning 11-2. Fifth-year senior Christian Lucio had a great game with three home, with three home runs and, and two runs. Marshall took on Ken... 
can she is today with a final score of three to two. Record now is at seven and four for the Thundering Herd. Marshall will play Canisius again tomorrow and Sunday. Both games will be at 1 p.m. at the Kennedy Center YMCA in Huntington. Looking ahead to next week, Marshall will play the Ohio State Buckeyes at the GoMart Ballpark in Charleston on Tuesday at 1 and Wednesday at 3 p.m. The Thundering Herd baseball team is looking to improve its record with some big games up ahead, including the Sunbelt Conference matchup with Appalachian State next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we will give an update on the end of Marshall women's and men's basketball season. Oven mitts. Safe and effective. Okay. Mouth guards. Safe and effective. Hmm. Bungee cords. Oh, usually safe and effective. I've got it. Generic drugs. Definitely safe and effective. Really? Yep. Generic drugs, huh? Yep. But are they... Ah, uh, completely approved by FDA. Is that so? It is the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Some kind of review? They check everything. Performance, quality... But what about... Manufacturing, labeling... Everything, huh? Tough, multi-step review process, my friend. All approved. By FDA. FDA. Safe and effective. Hmm. How about shark cages? (laughs) One would hope so. To learn more about the safety and effectiveness of generic drugs in America, talk to your doctor or pharmacist. Call 1-888-INFO-FDA or visit www.fda.gov. Generic drugs. Safe. Effective. FDA approved. Brought to you by the Food and Drug Administration of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. In today's economy, it's just as common for companies to merge and go out of business as it is for workers to change jobs. As a result, retirement plans can be left behind, lost or forgotten about until it's time for workers to retire. Even in the best of circumstances, workers can have questions about or problems with their retirement plans, but not know where to turn for help. That's where Pension Help America comes in. Found online at pensionhelp.org, Pension Help America connects Americans to resources that can help them find answers to questions about their retirement plans. By guiding you through a simple series of questions, Pension Help America will put you on the path to finding the help you need. Pension Help America is a website of the Pension Rights Center, a nonprofit consumer organization dedicated to protecting and promoting the retirement security of American workers, retirees, and their families. If you have a question about your retirement plan, visit pensionhelp.org. That's pensionhelp.org. A public service message from the Pension Rights Center. This is former Marshall pitcher Jordan Dixon, and you're listening to the worldwide leader in Marshall Athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Herd Roundup. I'm Ben Anderson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Marshall women's basketball head coach Tony Kemper resigned today. Kemper is taking a head coaching job at Central Arkansas after coaching the herd for six seasons with an overall record of 79-90. and Marshall fell to James Madison last week in their second game of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, 64, I mean, 62 to 43. Excuse me. The herd's leading scorer, Rochelle Scott, finished with 12 points, and junior guard Abby Beeman had 11 points and nine rebounds. The Thundering Herd seniors, Kia Civils, Shania Wright, and Kendall Miller, all played their final game for the Thundering Herd. The men's basketball team played their last game against Texas State 
against the Texas State Bobcats last weekend, and Tavion Kinsey passed up John Elmore as Marshall's all-time leading scorer despite the 71-68 loss to the 11th-ranked Texas State team. Marshall's top two scorers, Andy Taylor and Tavion Kinsey, combined for 37 points, but it was not enough to advance in the tournament. Marshall finished the season with a record of 24-8, the best in head coach Dan D'Antoni's career at Marshall. And that will do it for Herd Roundup today. Tune in again in two weeks from now on Friday at 4.30 as we continue to always recap all the news for the week that was in Marshall Athletics. For Ben Anderson, Sean Kelly, Justin Zimmer, John Bogus, and for the rest of the FM88 Sports team, I'm Luke Hamilton. Thanks for listening to Herd Roundup. Tune in again next week at 5.30 for the most complete coverage of Thundering Herd Athletics on 88.1 WMUL. You've been listening to another sports presentation 